James, your word is son. Son. Um, okay. I don't have a son. I. <laughs> All right. One more time. One more time. Yeah. You got I don't it. have a son. Son is a pain in the bun. I have way more fun when I'm not without my son. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, though. You don't have a son, <laughs> but then you'll have way more fun without your son. <laughs> All right, let's roll that intro music. It's the Jeff and Annie and James Redonkulous Show. Awesome. Howdy ho. What's up, guys? I'm Jeff. I'm James. And I'm Annie. <laughs> Welcome to the Redonkulous Podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. That, that threw me off guard. <laughs> Welcome to the Redoculus Podcast, <laughs> where when life gets tough, we get ridiculous. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, and the Google Podcast on Redoculus Podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, very much you. and follow us on instagram that's redonkulous podcast no space if you have any suggestions or comments we would love to hear from you guys i was gonna say knees oh no, you're gonna bring out the knees sense. that doesn't make sense gotta are you trying to rap <laughs> I was going to try to add on, like, uh -huh. like going to give you the knee to the stomach <laughs> from the behind. <laughs> Next word for James is eyes. Okay. Let me tell you a little something. Uh, look into my eyes. I, I like to eat pies. Ooh. Um, I don't like to die. To I don't like my hair dyed. <laughs> I once dyed my hair. When I was a kid, I once dyed my hair. I cried, cried my eyes out, and never dyed it again. <laughs> it turned from a rap into a story. <laughs> Wonder, you're like, wow, this is hard. He's just like, make a story. The end. <laughs> Period. <laughs> that kind of reminds me. So, there's a really good song from Hamilton called My Shot. We talked about this song before. My Shot. And, okay. and um, he rhymes the word melody, M E L O D Y, melody. And it's three syllables, right? So, the first line would be, I imagine death. I imagine death so much it feels like a memory. Um, when's it going to get me in my sleep seven feet in front of me, in front of me with melody, memory? That kind of what you just did kind of remind me of that. So for 
any her word is star with this podcast not expecting to be a star why not hopefully we reach and get somewhere far some nice. people might think we're somewhat subpar but i yeah, think F those guys but i think we are the ridiculous podcast hey, jeff your last word is book book hey look the way i got the way i'm rapping got these guys shook but hold on that ain't even a hook left punch right hook left jab i don't know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) the book i'm working on right now is the biography that i have on me of malcolm x which is the best also the next book that i'm gonna read word of the day is uh avid avid <laughs> avid avid yes. we went over this avid <laughs> no should i do it with a korean accent and i forgot which way <laughs> but it's called anyway it's called avid it is an adjective actively interested in or enthusiastic about something Cheraldu is avid <laughs> <laughs> soccer fan. I am a petty avid, avid about to the serious hypotheticals. Serious hypotheticals. Uh, would you rather bring back a loved one, someone you really love, uh, that has already passed away, or would you? save a bunch of lives from a national or natural disaster such as 9-11 yeah i would definitely go with save a bunch of lives from a disaster yeah there's so that's so many people what if it was someone like your your wife yeah my wife or my mother or my dad or my sister or you know someone like that yeah, but it's one person compared to hundreds. That's a lot of people. This kind of reminds me of the trolley question that we got. Mm, yeah. Five people or one person? Yeah. Mm. But this is magnified. Yeah. What about this? What if you could save your whole family? Your whole family. We're not talking about one person. Or prevent something like that, like 9-11 from happening. Now that's harder. Yeah, definitely same answer. Okay. During the September 11 attacks of 2001, 2,977 victims and 19 hijackers were killed. So it is in the thousands. And 6,000 others were injured. This is what I think. If someone really close and dear to me passed away, there would have to be several conditions met if I were to bring them back to life. Number one, you can't bring them back and then they're like a zombie. No. I forgot, I forgot which show, but there's a show where you bring a dead person back to life and then all of a sudden they're alive, but they're no longer the same person you knew before. They eat flesh and blood, raw stuff, you know, like a zombie. Man. Gross. 
Well, obviously, you're not going to bring back a zombie. Th- that's the first condition. They can't. They have to be the same when they they come back. And number two, you need to guarantee that it's not temporary, right? Like if they're only back for a week, can you really justify having your loved one back temporarily if you're risking thousands of people's lives in the world? Here's the condition. They come back healthy, good, and they live maybe as long as you. What if your loved ones passed away, okay? And then this becomes a crazy crazy situation because they're in heaven they're in paradise and they're 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 just like oh (laughs) paradise every day yo i have no sons it's so much fun laying under the sun and then all of a sudden the next day is like why the hell am i back on earth you brought me back to this let's say they pass away then they go back to heaven and you pass away and because you made that decision yo now you're going to hell james do you have a loved one or a deceased one that you want to bring back to life? Um, yeah, my grandpa. You know, he was he was a cool guy. When I was in Korea, there was a lot of good memories with him. We'll go like hiking early in the morning. Go get some water from the mountain. Aww. Wow. Yeah, and then I'll bring my BB gun and then start shooting at birds. This is when I was what? like five or six. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did the birds die? No, I, I missed. <laughs> I'm disappointed that you didn't bring the BB guns back here so he can shoot at birds now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that day because I, um, it was a really strange day. It was warm enough outside. So you guys went to, well, James, you went to junior high school. You went to Ryan, right? Two sixteen. You know, our cafeteria was in the basement. And if it was nice out, they'll, they'll let us go outside. I remember that day was really sunny. Everybody was inside. That was the, one of the most packed days in the cafeteria that I remember from that time. Mm. And uh, it was still relatively warm out. So it was kind of confusing why they didn't, they didn't let us out. There were a couple of announcements throughout the day. Me just being a little dumb kid that didn't pay attention to anything i was just like oh this is strange but whatever and i remember having gym class as my last class and i remember walking into gym class and there were only like 10 kids in class and for my gym period there were a maximum of three classes during that gym period and then if you think about it that way there's only 10 people in the class (laughs) That was really weird for me. Of course, I didn't find out until, until afterwards when I got home. Other details I remember about that day, my Uncle David, who now lives in Florida, he came over that day, and he, I've never seen him so distraught before. If you guys remember on the news, they just kept replaying the footage over and over. It was like on a loop. He was telling me about like he knows people. He has friends that work there. It was, it was a pretty scary time. I remember Uncle David said he almost took a job at the Twin Towers. Oh, snap. Wow. But he took something else. On a side tangent, do you guys believe in Final Destination? I, I, I don't, but it's an interesting idea. You're destined to die, all right? And you buy the plane ticket <clears throat> where, let's say, the plane crashes, everyone dies. But for whatever reason, you skipped death. But that doesn't mean you're free because it's based on a cycle. So after everyone finishes dying, uh, death would come back for you. At least that's the idea. I don't like that movie. It scares me. 
<laughs> it's a pretty scary <laughs> idea, actually. I remember one part of the movie, uh, a girl died in a tanning bed because it locked, the thing closed and then it locked on its own. And then she was like, you know, trying to escape, but she couldn't oh die you know, in a tanning bed. So for me, it was a little, I remember it differently. I only remember social, social studies class. And then, and then obviously there was the announcements and stuff. And then I just went home. Like my mom picked me up. I think I left early from school. Just went home. Oh, your mom actually picked you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, get out of school. You know, shit's going down. Get out of school. Come home. And then which went home, watched the news. Do you remember if we did drills that day? I was hiding under the table? No. No. No, we did not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, schools were not prepared for that type of drill at that time. It was an early day of school for me. Ooh, going home early. In junior high school, when that happened, I was in class and you know, everybody started going home. I was like, what is going on? Like, why is nobody picking me up? Lucky you, James. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, usually usually Asian parents are. I don't think they think that much into it, maybe. Right. Like, like uh, it's okay. Not a big kids, deal. Kids are safe in school. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're sick? Get out of here. You're still going to school. Oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm sick, I'm like, Dad, I'm sick. He's like, all right, you're not going to school. What? Yeah, I don't think I missed much days of school when I was young. I, I tricked my dad a couple of times saying that <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel well. <laughs> and even in school, I would go to the nurse's office. I don't feel well. And I'll go home. And I'm at home like, yay. <laughs> what? I, I've never done that before. I'm scared for how Nicholas is going to turn out. <laughs> Anything like you, we are in trouble. I remember I was probably in second or third grade and I just didn't like school that time. And I felt like my stomach turned every time I go to school. Man, I wish I used that when I was in elementary school. My stomach hurts. Your parents, your parents would be like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're going anyway. Yeah. They have a bathroom. They have a toilet there. You're going. <laughs> I think unless I was like running like a fever and I'm just sweating bullets. Those days I stayed home. But they never questioned you? They never asked you to go see a doctor? My dad, I think he knew that I didn't like going to school. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he knew. I'm going to ask him tomorrow when we go out for lunch. Yeah, ask him. I'll ask him too. <laughs> like, did you know that I just didn't like going to school? <laughs> or was I that good? <laughs> I doubt I was that good. <laughs> Your dad was prepping you for two truths, one lie since you were young. <laughs> I also you. remember lying to my mom. Mom, tomorrow's a national holiday. She, what? she did not believe me. She was like, then how come your sister doesn't have off? <laughs> uh, how did you how did you explain that one? I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Our friend Michael and Samchi, Christy. Um, they have a little baby boy, Paul, and his plan is to bring him to Taiwan. He has family in Taiwan. So his plan is to, to raise him here 
And when he gets to high school, bring him to Taiwan uh, to attend a Taiwanese American high school. But I asked him, I said, what if your kid doesn't want to go? You know, he has friends here. Are you really just going to uproot him like that and then just force him to go? His point of view is, I'm not going to let a 13-year-old tell me how to raise him. He has no choice. We're going to be going to Taiwan and he's going to be studying Chinese and English at the Taiwanese American High School. Damn, it's going to be tough on the kid, though. Complete change of lifestyle. He doesn't speak the language. And it's going to be hard. Well, the Taiwanese American school is like a private school. So they, they do speak English there. But then outside of school, outside of school, everyone else speaks Taiwanese. That's Paul would have too. like friends here and I don't know if he would want to move. It might even be better for him in the long run. He gets exposed to different cultures. It depends on the kid. And if the kid is willing to go and, and he does well, then great. So I met one of my friends, Christine, when um, I was in IS-25 middle school, and she moved from Ozone Park. And I'm pretty sure that's hard to just, like, start all over. Even though it's just by borough. Okay. Like, if it's a whole different country, I don't know, that's tough. What about this? These guys from Taiwan going to Poland to study medical school. We know some of those people. All these people go out of country, speak entirely different language, but they're doing it for a better future. What do you guys say about that? I think college is different. College, you're your own person, you're an adult, and you can make your own decisions. So it yeah. depends on timing too then. Let's say Taiwan, high school, uh, Taiwanese, Taiwan, schools in Taiwan is has better education. And if I really wanted to bring my kid to Taiwan, I will bring them early. I'll bring them in elementary school so they'll have time to adjust. Uh, Annie and I went on date night. First nice. date night of 2020, we decided to go to BCD Tofu House on Northern Boulevard in Queens. I really like this place. I, I enjoy it a lot, especially during the winter time when it's a little bit cold. Today was a good day. But when it's cold out and then you just go, you order soon tofu for me because I'm vegetarian. Oh, man, that just hits the spot. Sundubu. Is that yes. how you say it? Sundubu. Yes, not soon tofu. <laughs> well, I'm reading off the menu, James. <laughs> oh, really? That's what, that's what they have? Yes, yeah, soon tofu. It's not like I'm reading it and then, you know, it spells A-V-I-D and I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> and seriously, when I order that soon tofu, I eat that avidly. I devour it. So um, I ordered it, and then the lady asked me that this question. They'll ask you that moment of truth, and you know what question that is. That question is, do you want mild, spicy, very spicy? <laughs> and then I, she looks at me. I look back at her, and then I go... Yeah, I'll go with the spicy. <laughs> and I was just like, are you sure? <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm sure. And after I ordered it and she left, I go, this is either going to be the best decision of my evening or I'll be regretting it the next couple times I use the restroom. <laughs> it was so spicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When I first put that first spoonful into my mouth, I was like... Uh, Told you. 
my my she mouth is salivating right now thinking about it <laughs> it was really spicy in the middle of, of eating i told annie i said i gotta go out for a walk and i actually walked around the block <laughs> just to get some fresh air just the broth is so hot and then you got the spicy and when you have that two together you just it's just like fire in your mouth yeah <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a good combination I've developed a new appreciation for like tasting and smelling stuff. So I was just telling Annie, you know, before I would just make coffee, instant coffee in the mornings, and then I would just drink it because I feel like I need coffee to, to start my day. But now I actually get the coffee, I put my nose to it, and I'm like, uh, and I smell it. You know, I try to like really get the flavors. Oh, smells like coffee bean. <laughs> coffee bean with fifteen percent sugar and twenty percent milk. Yeah, with a, with a hint of milk. I'm getting a little milk in there. You get that milk? Skim milk in there. Actually, I'm thinking coffee connoisseurs are kind of similar to like wine tasting because. They have yeah. certain acidity and like darkness yes. and like light rose and all that. Yeah. James, what was that uh, Indonesian coffee? You remember? I think it starts with an L. Was it like Lapa? I don't remember, but I have it. So all you need to know about this is that it's animal poop. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's that uh, rat looking thing and then the poop becomes like coffee. Is it like a Ludlow? Lud? No, that's a Pokemon. Never mind. Lafrak or something? It's not Lafrak. But if, guys, if anyone's interested, this coffee is banging. It's called Luwak. Ooh, oh, yes. yes. Yeah. There's a very intense process that they go through with it to refine it. So you're not getting whatever's coming out of their butt. But I think essentially that it is, it is that, though. Really? I thought it was they eat the bean and then... And then the bean and their stomach, it gets digest. And then the part of the bean comes back out with this poop. And then they take the bean from there. Damn, we, we, need, we didn't even pay attention when we... <laughs> I wonder who, Sorry, what was it called it, again? who started that. Like Luwak, L-U-W-A-K. Somebody started it. Like, let me just take this animal's poop and make it into coffee. Come on. This is not your first experience with with the human kind we are savages we feed stuff to animals first and then they're like oh their their poop smells so good let's use that and make coffee <laughs> super acidic let's go all right so let me give you guys the definition all right educate Lu us please all right so this is uh kopi luwak anyway kopi luwak is a coffee that consists of partially digest coffee cherries which have been eaten and defecated by the asian palm civet uh, okay that's the animal name eaten so it is poop. defecation is poop yeah but yeah but so it's partially digested so it's not we're just not we're taking the partially digested coffee cherry it still comes out of his ass, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not complete poop. It's okay, James. Remember last week, we were talking about 
a serious hypothetical. If you were to lose your sense of smell or, or taste, uh-huh. and then I asked you, would you eat poop if it's nutritional and then you won't taste it? And then you go, no, because you can still smell it. And I said, what if it's the best smelling oh, poop? Right. What if it's the best smelling poop that you've ever smelled? And then you're just like, I don't think poop ever smells good. There you go. I'm going to give you some Luwak, Luwak poop. Luwak. And then and you can let me know how it tastes. Oh, you can let me know how it smells. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> Uh, when I first saw them, the Luwaks in the cages in Indonesia, I figured that it might be some unethical practices because in Indonesia, they also allow you to ride elephants. And supposedly that's really, really bad for the animals. I just Googled Luwak coffee. The first thing that pops up is three reasons why you shouldn't drink it. The first reason is because it's unethical. They, They abuse the Luwaks. When we were there, you know how we didn't really see that many of those? They processed everything somewhere else. You think that there's some shady stuff going on? Yeah, it's a possibility. It's I mean, possible. I mean, even those mountain tours, mountain tours were with, uh, what was it, Mafia? Indonesia Mafia? Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't even uh, use Luwak. Ooh. And it's just, it's just, it's just a label on a label on a on a thing on a package. So they just use regular coffee bean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're using human poop. That's sprinkle what they're using. Some, sprinkle some special uh, scent yeah. in there. No, they feed it to humans, and humans poop it out. It's human poop, dude. That, nice. That's that's even more unethical. Is it? Yeah, you can't you can't put humans in a cage and no, <laughs> just feed humans the the coffee beans. You yeah. don't have to put them in a cage. Feed, feed yourself and then go looking in your own poop. Yeah, um, uh... <laughs> 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 he's thinking so hard about it. Oh, I also read that um, in Bali or Indonesia, you have to be careful of what meat you eat on the street or at restaurants because um some of them use dog meat yeah because there's so many wild dogs there and yeah yeah well we're asian so it's okay they'll say it's chicken or beef or something or it could be like me ask for vegetarian option well all the food tasted good oh actually there was this one place jay what was it called jay's villa I got ducked there, and that was the worst duck I ever had. It's because it was oh. really dog. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was dog, and it's been in their fridge for like months and never to me. Would you have wanted to stay in Ubud with Winardian and company instead? No. I want to be at Jay's Villa with, you know, I, I rebooked the whole room there, and... You know, and other reasons. My, all my friends are there. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Sure, okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Was it a girl? Okay, so. <laughs> that means yes. All right, guys, signing off. Thank you guys for tuning in today. 
if you want to support us, please uh, like and subscribe to us on YouTube. We are on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and uh, what else are we on? <laughs> Did I say Spotify? Spotify. And Spotify. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, we have a Facebook page. Go on and like it. And we also have a WordPress blog. Come check us out. And we're excited to share with you guys. Anything else? Yes, sir. Yeah, we lost our accent. If you, if you would like to su- su- support us, please check out our mer- merch page. We have sweaters and t-shirts too. Oh, yes. We have hoodies and we have t-shirts. Use code LAUNCH10 for a special 10% off. That's LAUNCH10, L-A-U-N-C-H-1. The code already ended. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget, stay ridiculous. (laughs) 